this is Dr. Anita with another Diamond Moment. Diamonds are produced by time, heat, and pressure. The cut, clarity, and size of the diamond will determine its use. The use of the stone adds to its value. What pressures have you been under? What is the cut of your personality? Do you have a clear perspective of who you are? Does that perspective line up with where you want to go? How you use your gift determines its worth. And if you're a diamond, it's time to redefine the previous steps of your process. As we've been talking about overcoming generational curses in that realm of becoming everything that God created us to be, I wanted to share with you some additional stories. I talked to you about having um, had a crisis line and some of the things that I experienced as I talked to people, some of the things that I learned as I talked to people on that line. And I wanted to give you some of the stories that uh, I was told and and what ran, ran across that line to show you some ways that people's lives had been permanently damaged or stunted because of a generational curse. So I again want us to define a generational curse as something that we just do automatically, that we've never stopped to challenge, that may be detrimental to where we want to go, what we want to do, the things that we want to experience in our lives that limit who God made us to be. Those are the things that cause us to not be who we could be or see the things that we could see to go where we want to go to know what we want to know to do what we want to do to prove what we want to prove to try what we want to try to buy what we want to buy and all of the things that limit and hinder us depend on us in order for them to be effective and successful So I'm going to ask some questions before I begin to review some of these life stories that I had the opportunity to uh, hear. And I want to ask you, when do you begin to live your own life? Are you going to continue to allow someone else to determine your very existence? First story I want to share with you is about a young woman who was about 22 years old. She was born prematurely. She still lived at home with her mother. One of the differences that she and her mom had is that her mother did not believe that she would ever marry. She believed that no one was going to uh, want to create a life with this young woman. By the time I talked to her, she relayed to me the fact that at 22 years old, Her mother was still making her lunch. Again, she was premature. She was maybe a couple of pounds at most when she was born. And we all know that when a person is, when a child is premature, they have a little small bottle, their mouths are smaller, their bodies are smaller, they're very delicate and fragile. And so they can't do what other children can do. In essence, part of that baby's development occurs outside of the womb. So many times you see 
a premature baby who is developing outside of the womb and by the time they get to nine months of age they will have been at that developmental stage where many children are when they are actually born. So whether the development begins while in the womb or out, they may have some delays. This particular person relayed to me that there were no physical problems, there was nothing else other than the fact that her mom continued to see her as premature. So this young lady, who for all intents and purposes, if you lined her up next to other 22-year-olds, you wouldn't see anything different other than she was thin. She was physically thin. But she relayed to me the fact that her mother continued making her lunches. And her mother gave her two Vienna sausage and maybe a couple of crackers. And that's what she had to eat for lunch. Someone had recognized the fact that she was 22 years old. Her mother was making her lunch and she was getting two Vienna sausage and two crackers. And maybe that concept of prematurity was still in her mom's mind. She could not gain weight because you don't gain weight on two Vienna sausage and two crackers. And in the time that I had to speak with her, she was desiring to have a relationship. She'd met a young man, But the limiting concept that her mother had in her life was causing her to feel as though she would not be successful. It caused her fear and anxiety, all because her mother was unable to see her as an adult, able to live her own life, able to eat more than what a premature baby can eat at 22 years old. The issues that she had in her life was not because she was physically limited. She was limited because of the viewpoint of her mother who could not see her as an adult. There was another story. This uh, young person was a senior in college and they did not know how to shop for their own clothing because that ability had been done by their mother. Their mother did not want to relinquish control to allow this college senior to go to the mall and pick out her own clothes. She was unable to make decisions because she had never been empowered to make decisions. She would go with her friends and just wait. And it's like, well, I thought we were coming to shop for you. And as she relayed her response would be, I don't know what to buy. 
So many times we're allowing others to dictate our lives. And in so doing, it cripples us from being able to learn how to be an adult. If you are a parent, and I truly believe if you have not given your children the ability to make their own decisions, you have not been successful in being a parent. We, I believe, are supposed to invest in our children so that they're able to make their own decisions, so that they're able to stand on their own two feet, whether we are here or not, that they will be fine. And if we have limited our children to the place where they don't even believe that they're worthy of a mate because they were born prematurely, where they don't believe that they can gain weight when they're eating two Vienna sausage for lunch and two crackers. If they don't have the wherewithal as a college senior to be able to choose their own clothing, something's wrong. There's a curse here that has to be broken. In both of the cases of the young woman who was 22 years old and whose mother was still making her lunch who didn't believe that she would ever find anyone in her life after speaking with them counseling with them for a while was able to get them to move forward the young lady who was who had been a premature baby did find someone she did find someone but it took her getting a different viewpoint of herself. It took her being able to realize and recognize that the things that her mother feared were not going to happen. That she was no longer premature. Yes, she had a start in which it was slightly different from others because there's still been many other premature babies that have grown up and gotten married and had children of their own who were not premature, who ate more than two Vienna sausage because someone's limiting concept of who you were put you in a place where you could not thrive because you weren't getting enough caloric value to gain weight. The young woman who was a senior in college because her friends stopped enabling her limiting behavior, did learn how to shop. Except that that created another problem because she became a shopaholic. She became a hoarder. She became the person who you could barely get in the door because of the things that they bought. And those ideas of finally having freedom, finally being able to express who you are at such a late date caused her to go over to the the opposite direction where she had no control, where everything that she saw, she wanted. So then that also requires some additional work. If you're a person who has had someone limit their life to the point that 
now they're uncertain what to do. If you're the type of person whose family refused to allow them to grow into who God needed them to be, then you're going to have to do a couple of things in order to right the ship, to get it in a, in a position where you can sail along. And it truly, truly requires you to do some introspection, to look into yourself and to determine where you want your life to be, to recognize the areas in which you may have been hindered or harmed because of the views of someone else, where you will have to make a stand and say, no, you cannot continue to control my life. I have a way that I want to live. I have something that is a desire of my heart that I want to achieve. And if I continue to see myself through your limiting eyes and perspective, I won't make it. So it is difficult. It doesn't necessarily feel good. Both of these young people had to make up their own minds on how their lives would be lived. They had to break away from the limiting concepts of those that they truly loved. They had to determine in themselves the way that they wanted to live, and it was not comfortable. Part of the things that we worked through was being able to get a different perspective on who they were, to give themselves different uh, self-talk, to enable their own selves to come out of what the limiting idea that their loved ones had for them to be able to determine what went on their plate and to be who they were. Thank you for listening and join me next time as we redefine the previous steps of your process. Never forget, becoming is a process. A process has stages. One small change changes everything. So invest in yourself. Please visit my website at www.dranitamc.com. That's D-R-A-N-I-T-A-M-C.com for links and additional information. And please rate the podcast if you're enjoying it.